Warriors will head to Sydney's West without their best. Kalen Ponga looks to shrug off his shoulder concerns, where tonight's Broncos Storm match will be won and lost. It's Friday the 8th of September, and this is Rugby League All good afternoon, happy Friday and welcome to Rugby League today and finals footy, it is finally here. Tonight, it's the Brisbane Broncos at home to the Melbourne Storm and in the lead up to this game, we've heard from the players from both camps and very soon we will hear from both of the coaches. But before that, there's been plenty of injury news surrounding a couple of these teams in the finals race still and Sean Johnson has been sensationally ruled out for the New Zealand Warriors. Like we said at the top there, uh, the Dally M favourite, he won't be playing this weekend against the Penrith Panthers. And straight away, the betting markets, the news, it all reacted to Sean Johnson's late out. The Panthers now into $1.15 favourites. Can you believe that? $5.50 outsiders, the Warriors. Uh, they're getting a 16.5 start now. This opened at 12.5. Uh, so you can see the Warriors on the drift there. Some bad news, though, for the Panthers themselves with Isaac Tango in doubt as we go to air on Friday morning. Uh, there's some word around that he has suffered, uh, I won't say a pec injury, but maybe a strain of sorts to that, uh, the pec, which I think reports suggest it's the same one that he had uh, concerns with earlier on in the season. And also, like we alluded to at the top today, Kalen Ponga, um, he is no guarantee, although we will hear from Adam O'Brien very soon, who says he's willing to give his star 5-8 as long as possible to prove his fitness in the lead-up to Sunday afternoon's kickoff against the Canberra Raiders. Let's get straight into tonight's action, though. It is the Brisbane Broncos against the Melbourne Storm in the first qualifying final. This one from Suncorp Stadium, kickoff at 7.50 local time, right across the eastern seaboard, that is. We will look forward to this tonight. And the Brisbane Broncos, they are favourites with top sport. $1.59, the Melbourne Storm outsiders, $2.35. The line, it hasn't moved, it hasn't budged all week. The Storm, they're getting the four and a half start. Over under 42.5, each of two. Now, Brisbane coach Kevin Walters, he says he is unfazed by this lack of finals experience, and he's even made a bigger call to leave out a veteran in Corey Oates in place of the younger and less experienced Jesse Arthurs, of course. Corey Oates with plenty of finals experience. You think back to that 2015 series. I think they were there and thereabouts in 2016, 2017 as well. Uh, Jesse Arthurs, he has been called upon at different stages for the Broncos this season, be it playing on the wing or in the centres and Kevy Walters is only too happy to repay the faith in Jesse Arthurs for his efforts throughout the regular season he's backing him to do a job against the Storm tonight. Well, I guess the only way to, to gain experience is to play in those games So, and Jesse has been really good for us this year, he's, whatever position he's played, he's been called in late at different times, uh, he's done a terrific job for us whenever he's played so um, he gets the, the jump tomorrow night on Oatsy. Yeah well, it's just again uh, rewarding those guys that have been consistent in the last you know, month or so. Certainly Brendan has. Uh, Keenan's been really good for us. A couple of times he's had to start for us and he's done really well. So, yeah, again, they, they were really tough calls and um, I'll, I'll be more than comfortable with any of those guys, you know, running out tomorrow night. We can only play 17 in, in the squad, so we've had, to, we've had to come up with some decisions. It was just great, you know, being down in Melbourne and learning from him and also those players that were down there at the time. You learn from, from everyone. Um, you know, Wayne has been a terrific coach here and I've learned so much off him as well. So there's been, you know, Mal Meninga with the origin stuff, you just learn from, from everybody. 
Um, I'm very fortunate to be around some really good coaches and some really good players, which has built me as to who the coach I am, you know, today. Now, looking at some of these numbers from around the Broncos season, they are second in run metres per game with about 1,500-odd, and that is only behind the Penrith Panthers, who trumped that with 1,600 metres per game. What that tells me is is that their forwards love getting a roll on, love being and, and playing on the front foot. Uh, but on the other side of the footy, that they are actually fourth in offloads conceded. Only the Cowboys, the Titans, and the Bulldogs allowed more offloads against them this season. Again, what that tells me is, is like they're struggling to wrap up teams in attack. We know that the likes of Cameron Munster, Harry Grant, throw in Big Nelson, Asofa, Solomona amongst that list as well. They're going to have to contain these types. Uh, the Broncos, as it is, I think that they can see some joy down their left-hand side attack. Will Warbrick, he's conceded 23 tries, or at least he's been involved in 23 try causes. What that means is, is defences are obviously targeting Will Warbrick. He is the leading try causer. Uh, for want of a better term, uh, of the Melbourne Storm. On the other side of the field, it's Xavier Coates, he's second with 16. Uh, so look, you can probably take your pick on which way that the Broncos will play in attack. It could be to their favoured right side down Selwyn Cobbo's edge. That's probably the way I'd like to play it if you're looking for uh, an anytime try scorer angle. Selwyn Cobbo is about $1.90 with Top Sport as we record this morning. And I will have a a look at this. He would be the Broncos' leading try scorer this season, and I'd be shocked if he didn't have at least 20 tries to his name. And predominantly, a lot of those would have been coming out of the hands of uh, Reese Walsh, who would have been serving these up on an absolute platter for Cobbo this season. In fact, he's got 19 tries, so just under that mark of 20. Looking at the Melbourne Storm, they are second in completion rates per game with 81%. And guess who's first? Yes, you, you guess right, the Penrith Panthers. The way I can see the Storm playing this one tonight is keeping the ball in play, looking to tire those big Broncos middles, turning them around, kicking long, chasing hard and forcing errors. Uh, looking also here at the defensive side of the Brisbane Broncos, Stags and Cobbo, uh, they have combined for 32 try causes this year and both have uh, allowed 52 line breaks as well, 53 errors to their name. So it's definitely the side which oppositions will look to attack. And it's down that Melbourne left side. So Cameron Munster, Xavier Coates, I like the look of uh, those two tonight in terms of your try scorers. Munster, we know he loves the big stage, the big occasion. I don't think he holds any fears about playing at Suncorp Stadium as a Queenslander. It may not be his home ground, but it very well could be his second backyard. If you are having a play with Top Sport, I don't mind the look of Xavier Coates. Two tries or more at $6. I think that could be a good bet going down that left-hand side. On the Thursday edition of Rugby League Today, we floated the idea of Ryan Pappenhausen as being the Melbourne Storm's X-Factor, and Coach Craig Bellamy says he can be exactly that and so much more for the Storm, not only against the Broncos, but throughout the rest of the final series. Yeah, I think it's, he's added a bit of confidence to the, to the rest of the team, you know, to especially our senior players. You know, he's, he's a senior player, he's one of our leaders, and um, to have him come off the bench, you know, obviously, you know, everyone is just thinks that he's pace and um, yeah which is a, a great quality but you know he knows the game really well he can you know he's played in a few positions you know in the last six weeks you know in Queensland Cup and um, you know in the NRL so yeah we just think um, yeah he'll give the, the team you know plenty of energy when he comes on but he'll, he'll give the team plenty of know-how too so um, yeah we're looking forward to see what he can do for us you know Ryan understands what those are that he understands what it you know those strengths are for him and his game um, obviously yeah, as you said, you know, he, 
there's a couple of positions he might end up in. Um, but like I say, he understands the game really well. He'll know what, what needs doing and um, hopefully you know, he can make a real difference. So summing up my thoughts on this game, look, I think I think the Melbourne Storm can actually get the job done here tonight on the proviso that they keep the ball in play, they have a good kicking game and uh, predictably some weather around tonight. So I've read uh, anyway some storms perhaps a good omen for Melbourne. Look, in those sort of conditions, you may historically lean towards the Adam Reynolds kicking game, but I think if they can just put it together, Melbourne, 80 minutes, really knuckle down on the task at hand. Uh, they can come away with a, a win here. They get a week off, back down to Amy Park in week three, and suddenly they're looking very hard to beat for the premiership. If I'm having a same game ulti on this game, I am going just two tried and tested try scorers, and that is Xavier Coates and Selwyn Cobbo. Great odds here for both of those two to score, $4.14. As always, gamble responsibly, and remember, you do win some, but of course... Generally, you lose more. For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Now, we've already mentioned Sean Johnson and Isaac Tango, but arguably the biggest injury cloud is over one of the biggest names in this final series, and that's hanging over the head of Kalen Ponga. Uh, Knights coach Adam O'Brien, he fronted the media on Thursday, and he said at this stage, KP is likely to line up. But should he not be right or he have a few concerns in the lead-up to kick-off, he will be given up until the very last minute to prove his fitness. But he is confident that Ponga will be right to lead the Knights into battle in front of what promises to be a massive crowd up there in the Hunter. I think we're expecting more than 25,000 in attendance on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, all our guys, actually I can cover all of them, uh, in Lockie Fitz, Kurt, uh, Kaelin and Jackson, all start, you know, done the whole session from start to finish today. So it's a good sign for us. We'll obviously monitor how they pull up tomorrow, but um, look, things are tracking towards them being available to play. You'll give them right up till kickoff, I would imagine? Absolutely, yep. Has Kaelin done any contact with that shoulder? Yeah, he's done little bits, but not... Um, yeah, we won't go in there and test it too much today. We've still got another 48 hours to do that, so that'll come a little bit later around captain's run. But, look, he looks really good, actually. He's uh, trained today without any pain assistance, and we obviously will get that for game day, so that's good science. Obviously, Kalen's always a target for any team, but are you concerned that he'll be even more a target this week, given he does have that? Uh, look, naturally... You know, I've got to think about if I was coaching, you would. But you're right. I think he, you know, he's like Billy Slater when he came up against Ricky's teams. He always copped a lot of attention. Uh, so that, I don't think KP, I think he's at the top of everyone's tip sheet in terms of attention every week. Um, and that's fine. I think as, as long as it's within the rules of the game, then it's open slather and uh, and KP understands that. Absolutely. I can't wait for this game on Sunday. I think it's going to be maybe not one of the games of the round, but I think that one of the biggest stories of the round will be just how well the Knights do it here. I think they can win quite handsomely. I've said that already this week. I think once they put it together, the Raiders, they've had a tough year. It's been spoken about that they've struggled to win uh, by any great margin. They've just had a lot of these grinding games. I think eventually it's going to catch up with them, and it could be as soon as this Sunday. Uh, Newcastle, obviously, at home. We know how good they can be in defense. I don't think that the Raiders score too many points here. I'd be pretty confident that they score 
less than two tries, if even that many. And Newcastle, once they get a roll on, I can just see this being a bit of a, a party atmosphere up there late if they can get a roll on uh, in that second half. And once things start to go bad for the Raiders, that milk just might turn sour. Let's have a look around your morning papers today. And there's been a bit of signing news coming out of the Bulldogs. Surprise, surprise. It seems that uh, every second week they sign a new name, or at least they're linked to one. Uh, Drew Hutchinson from the Roosters. He is one of those names. So too Kurt Mann of the Newcastle Knights. They've both been... Uh, linked to the Bulldogs here. I find this quite interesting because they've already signed Blake Taft for next season. I think they've got a couple of other utilities floating around there as well. Uh, news on Thursday that they have lost Kyle Flanagan to the Dragons, which leads me to think that maybe Gus has seen enough out of Drew Hutcho uh, this season at seven for the Roosters, playing halfback in the absence of Sam Walker, to think that he could maybe be the answer to the Dogs' halves problems. They've obviously got that spine there. Matty Burton and Reed Marnie, they're established, and Stephen Crichton is coming into this fold, we think, to play fullback. Maybe Hutchinson is exactly what they need at halfback, just that steady hand to get them around the field, get them into positions, and allow the more creative types uh, to do their thing. On the rep footy front, of course, after this final series, We'll look at uh, a tri-series between Australia, New Zealand and Samoa. And uh, Australia, they're starting to name this preliminary train-on squad with a lot of these names that aren't playing finals footy. Some of those being... uh, Dolphins bound outside back Jake Avarello. Unfortunately, he won't, probably won't be able to make this squad in terms of uh, training or at least uh, potentially even a rep debut. I think he's going to be robbed that chance by uh, that knee injury he suffered last weekend against the Titans, but he has been named in the squad, so maybe some just rewards for the season which Avarello has put together in an otherwise disappointing Bulldogs team. Uh, he has been selected alongside Dragons, uh, Flyer, Centre, Winger, potentially fullback next season, Zach Lomax, and who else but the rugby league guru's own son, Jermaine Hopgood. And obviously after this weekend, we'll probably expect to see more names from the teams uh, which are eliminated this weekend. So two of those teams in those elimination finals, we can probably expect some of those players to be added to this Australian train-on squad as soon as next Monday. But that's where we'll leave it for now. This is your Friday edition of Rugby League. Today, we're all looking forward to the finals footy tonight. Stick with us on Saturday morning. We will have all of the fallout from the Broncos Storm game, as well as a preview of the two matches coming our way on Saturday afternoon. Enjoy your Friday. If you are enjoying these podcasts, do be sure to give us a share or a like or follow the podcast, or you can DM us at Supercoach365 with your finals hot takes and predictions beyond this weekend. We will get to some of those early next week. This is the Rugby League Today podcast. We'll chat to you tomorrow. All right.